Fair and accurate election sounds like a, a crazy idea. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll definitely have you back on. Stephanie, just let me know. Uh, let me know as soon as you're ready to go, and I'll get you on immediately because, uh, you know, there's so much going on, and I want to make sure that we are we're keeping current. We, we keep seeing, well, the lawsuits all failed. Well, there's nothing to see here. And it's, it's beyond untrue. And it, part of me says we don't need to see any more expert reports. But then every time that I do see one, you know, it just, it, it's like a little bit more fuel to, f to the fire. So uh, let me know when, when you're ready, and we'll definitely have you back on. Thank you very much for all the work that you're doing. And uh, I look forward, okay. yeah, look forward to uh, taking back America. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Bye, Stephanie. All right, guys. So, um, sorry about CanCon. I had a miscommunication with him, uh, but we'll have him on again soon. Um, but I want I want everyone to understand what they just heard. You have the data from the Secretary of State in Michigan. The same problems that we see in, in other states. We just were blessed enough to have a man who quite literally worked on testing. He worked in certification for Sequoia, which is now part of the same process. Oh, do we have Chris back? I hear audio. I'm not sure where it's coming from. You are here. I don't see you. Um, I'm not sure where you went. <laughs> Can you hear me, Chris? Hang on, let me see. Oh, okay. You know what? You're fine. I've got you. The deep state doesn't want you to talk to us, huh? There we go. There. Now we're back. Now we're back. Well, uh, Stephanie had to go, but it's, uh, I want to thank you, Chris. There was a... Uh, it's hard to hear this stuff straight from the you know, straight from someone who is inside after everything that we've been hearing. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. It's been a mess for a long time. And I believe every Colorado Secretary of State has been involved with this. And it goes all the way back to Mike Kaufman, um, who is a Republican. He's the current mayor of Aurora. Um, he was the one that, that was just elected at the time that uh, the Colorado and Sequoia were working together on this. No question in my mind they were. I don't have a paper trail for it, but that's what I believe. Well, again, and so I know we, we kind of jumped right into conversation, um, but if you if you do have a, have a, a couple minutes, you said that you tried sure. to blow, you tried to blow the whistle. <clears throat> I sent a letter, well, I first I made a phone call to the EAC and Election Assistance Commission. They're the ones in, federally in charge of the elections. And they told me that it was a state problem. Which state did this occur in? Well, nobody was talking about a particular state. This was at the end of August. I don't know, and in 2007, so I don't know what election this would have occurred in, although they have elections all the time. Um, I asked them if this means that 
every election problem is a state issue. They told me yes, and then I asked them, what are they there for? They hung up on me. So then I wrote a letter to Wayne Allard's office, who was current senator at the time, trying to describe everything and never heard a word from his office at all. Well, I'd like to respond to that, but I actually have someone else who I'd like to do that. So uh, later than I thought, and it was entirely my fault for everyone watching, because he asked me, uh, he asked me the time, and I was thinking in his time zone and not mine. So we have uh, the Brian Lupo, the Captain Obvious from uh, from across the sea, and uh, now writer at Gateway Pundit. We have CanCon. Uh, so welcome to the show. How you doing, brother? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, sorry about that. I should have known the times, and uh, for some reason I didn't. And I've been a little under the weather, so I ended up falling asleep and taking a nap. And uh, I woke up and I had my message there. So, Chris, it's uh, it's a pleasure <laughs> to meet you. Um, I've been listening pleasure for probably about the past. I probably what's that? It's a pleasure to talk to you too. Uh, I think like the last ten minutes or so, I've been I've been listening. So I you know I I missed a lot from the beginning of the show. So I'm just going to kind of listen and jump in. Uh, accordingly well the uh, the fascinating parts I asked him really specifically because uh, so how just so you know Brian this is how uh, I said okay we got to get Chris on he's been he was on last year but after we were talking about the Michigan election results being uh, being released ahead of time and yeah we were asking you know all these questions where are they getting these numbers is this possible how are they putting out something like this without you know without some kind of uh, you know, some kind of fail-safe. Like, I can't publish a story on our site, and yet they're releasing these results. And so he texted me, and he goes, hey, I just saw you guys talking about this. No, it's absolute garbage, and I can tell you for seven, you know, for several different reasons why exactly it's garbage, because he uh, he has insider experience, in fact, working with these companies, and coincidentally with the Coomer. And so I don't know if so you want to... I'll let you go, Brian. Well, I want to rehash that because I got I got fact checked on my own on my own article about um, specifically those results being released, and they said you know they didn't release premature results. I never said they released premature results. I said they released things that looked like results in the form of a test, and that can be a, a election manipulation because it could deter people from going out to vote when they see you know that these re results are out. Um, not everybody's going to see the retraction. Not everybody's going to, somebody that saw the results might not necessarily see that same news outlet saying, hey, we did this by accident, which they've really reluctantly said that. You know, a little smidget at the bottom of an article saying they, it was regrettable that they released it. And then they did the same thing two days later. Another, another outlet, Fox 17, did the same exact thing two days later with different results, which was very interesting. You would think that the test numbers would be the same consistent throughout the state, no, the second results were different. So, uh, yeah, lots of questions there. It was the same percentages, slightly different numbers. Yeah, the number. Yeah, that's 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 fair. That's fair. I don't know. Did you see my article that I did about? And 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 this is speaking to what Chris is you know doing as a as a tester. Did you see my my article yesterday about Clay Perique testifying in Lake V Hobbs? No, let's bring that up. Oh my goodness, this testimony was the biggest bombshell I think I've seen in uh, the election integrity fight thus far. Um, Clay Perique was a 
tester for Pro V and V and Wiley Labs from 2008 to 2017. Uh, he's now a, uh, a lead information cybersecurity, you know, specialist or whatever with Northrop Grumman, doing the uh, the missile defense system. Um, which, by the way, the the attorney for the defense uh, called him out on that. They asked him, uh, "Does your employer know that you're here testifying?" And he said, "Yeah." And they're like, "Okay, just wanted to make sure, you know." kind of a shot over the bow, like you're going to get canceled for, for doing this. Um, so yeah, they have this testimony in Lake V Hobbs on, on last Thursday and um, the defense in cross-examination gave us more than we could ever hope for uh, in, in regards to all this. We found out that um, this guy, Clay Perique, would test the systems. Uh, he could hack Dominion and ESNS in less than 10 minutes. Uh, and this was part of the testing, and it was all—all all of his reports were sent up to the EAC. So what the EAC has done with those, we don't know. Um, we found out that—and this is all from the cross-examination—we found out that the the testing labs themselves were stopping him from going further. So he had the ability to get into the actual source—I I guess source—code—and manipulate the software to to change the statistical data. And they wouldn't let him continue any further. They told him to, you know, stop, don't go any further. Uh, you know, again, I wonder why they did that. Um, and then the last big drop was that they rewrote, and it was curious that they used the term rewritten. They rewrote the Dominion software in 2018. This was disclosed by the defense counsel. Said, are you aware that Dominion rewrote their software or that the Dominion base code was rewritten in 2018? And he said, no, I was not. And neither was I, neither was, uh, you know, uh, the guy that I'm working with, with the investigation, Kevin, he, he wasn't aware of that. Uh, you know, I asked a whole bunch of people that were involved out in Colorado, if they knew this, nobody knew that they rewrote the software in 2018. So I want to read this. I didn't know that. Um, so this is from Clay Perique. This is from his testimony, correct? Yep. And so I'm just going to read this. Uh, I'm also a certified hacking forensics investigator. Question of a central piece of your job to hack electronic voting machines. Answer, yes. This was from 2008 to 2017, correct? Answer, that is correct. Question, did you ever have occasion to be testing or hacking into Dominion voting machines or systems? Yes. A number of times? Repeatedly, he responds. Were you able to hack into the systems? Yes, sir, I was. How long would it take you to do that? On average, five to ten minutes. Yep. Now, each each little segment there is a, is a pretty important, um, uh, you know, moment in the testimony. Um, if you scroll down just a little bit, I think the next one uh, that he talks about is, is the connectivity to the Internet. Um, oh, no, here you go. This is, this is where he talks about sending these reports up to the EAC, and we don't know what the EAC has done with these reports. Has the EAC done anything about the hacking reports that Parikh has sent to them? So we have, and again, this was part of the EAC. I'm reading straight from this testimony. Uh, and again, this was part of the EAC certification process. Yes, it was. So you reported this up the chain for the purpose of the process. Clay answers, all my reports and findings were given to the voting system test labs. Now, remember, this is this is an incredibly important aspect of this. The voting system test labs are paid by the voting vendors, not by the state. 
not by the county, not by the voting jurisdiction, the government. They are paid by the vendor. Uh, so when, when, when they say, and I think it's right, oh no, this is the Lindell troll, he trolled. <laughs> Just read that out loud. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> little comic <laughs> let, me make this, let me make this better. My service, uh, he... Clay answers, my services here today are provided to technical data and the findings that I know happened. Question. That wasn't my question, Parikh. My question was whether you have some understanding that Mike Lindell is actually financing this case in your testimony today. Answer. I was unaware of that. <laughs> have you ever had any conversation with Mr. Lindell? No, I have no. I have not, I assume. Do you know who Mr. Lindell is? Yes, I do. I use several of his products. <laughs> question. I never have. You'll have to tell us if they are comfortable sometime. They are the best pillows. <laughs> he, just, he, just, he just straight up trolls them right there. <laughs> oh, but anyways, okay. So the next, the next segment right here. Um, yeah, this is just where he takes the shot at him. Does your employer know that you are here testifying today? Yes, they do. All right, I don't have any further questions. You know, that's just like saying, you know, you work for a government defense contractor. Do they know that you're you're seditiously uh, uh, insurrecting the government <laughs> by, by, by doing this? It's a shot at them. So then they go on. They go on to say, um, "Did the machines connect to the internet?" And he said, "Some do, some don't." And they said, "Well, let's focus on the ones that don't." And he goes on to say, "Well, even the ones that don't have the ports available to connect to the internet, and they also have uh, on the motherboard uh, they have the the, the ability to uh, connect." Here it is. So here we have, um, thank you for being here. Um, and they ask him you about his job. Yeah, so that is correct. I was one of the Bode System Test Labs. Um, <clears throat> okay. And when you were performing that hacking, pay attention, those on the audio, were the machines connected to the internet? Answer, some were, some weren't. Okay, let's focus on the ones that weren't. Should I keep going? Yeah, keep going. Okay, let's focus on the ones that weren't. When you performed that hacking, did they have available, and I'm not a computer tech ep expert. I may use it's wrong term. If you don't understand the question, please ask. Okay, but did they have ports that you could plug like a thumb drive or some other type of memory device into? Clay answers, yes, they did, and they had other available connections on the motherboard, which were a concern. Now, Apollo, what does it say at the top of that, of that page right there? The very, very top in bold. Cross-examination. This is the defense for Hobbs. This is Hobbs counsel asking this question. I mean, you can't make it. That's something the plaintiff's attorney should be asking, not the defense. And the defense is just laying this out there, like giving this to them, saying, you know, yeah, they could connect to the internet. Well, could they connect to the internet when they weren't connected to the internet? Yeah, in fact, they could because they... <laughs> This is the worst attorney in the whole world, and they're probably still going to win just because we have we know how the judicial system in the United States is right now. But I mean, it, it's it's not even done. I wish I could say that that was the the, the the you know the last of it, but it's not even done. If you want to go through the rest of it, oh yeah, oh by all means. Um, okay, so let's keep going here. We'll scroll down a little bit more. Wow, of all times to miss one of your articles right this was such a good one and it was it was late sunday night that i think i released it so probably went under the radar okay so next uh 
Next clip from the cross-examination. Okay, all right, thank you. Are you aware that the base coding Dominion uses in their democracy suite system was rewritten in 2018? Clay answers, I am unaware it was rewritten. The one thing in the certification process is that source code was never really ever looked at, touched, let alone examined from a security perspective, because anybody in programming knows you do an initial code review, and with an automated system that would standard coding, uh, that would, what is that, standard coding checks, and then you run it through a security application that tested code for specific vulnerabilities, and I can tell you I never saw and uh, question, <laughs> that's good enough. They cut them off. Yeah, they cut them off. So the, like, the that's significance talking for you. Well, this, so the significance of this is in 2018, we got, and, and Chris, correct me if I'm wrong on this. In 2018, we got Democracy Suite 5.5, which is an update over 5.0, 5.1, 5.2, blah, blah, blah. An attorney is an artist with words. That's their job. Their job is to paint a picture with words. They're very deliberate in the words that they choose. This cross-examination has been thought out, you know, meticulously, methodically. And they specifically used the word rewritten, not updated. Now, when you say rewritten, I don't know, Chris, could that be, could that be like, could 5.4 go to 5.5 and be considered rewritten or would that be an update? I mean, to me, it seems like that's a, that's a significant word that they chose to use, rewritten. Rewriting usually means some different kind of program, some different kind of um, base. So if you're using, say, C-sharp or something, you rewrite it in Java. That's a rewrite. You don't just change it a little bit. That's what it usually means. I'm thinking... I'm thinking back to college and grade school and like when I would have a really bad essay, my teacher would be like, hey, go rewrite this. And I wouldn't just add to it or go in and edit it a little bit. I'd have to rewrite the whole thing. So um, but now now here's the significant thing to that is 2018 uh, Provi&V was not EAC certified. So they don't have a certified version. Now, this is going back to, you know, the, the, the EAC certification 2017, it expired and all that, that we've known for a while. But now it's a little bit different because now we have a rewritten version of Democracy Suite that wasn't even uh, certified by an EAC certified uh, VSTL, Voting System Testing Laboratory. So now uh, the argument that, you know, this was uncertified because it wasn't done by a certified testing lab well now it's even more significant because it's brand new software that hasn't been tested by a eac certified testing lab again another another gem yeah my understanding is that can't be used until it's certified it can't be used i agree wholeheartedly and as we see the continued assault on our privacy on our freedoms and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. 
IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daily. I think there was one more little gem in there, uh, Apollo. Yeah, there's another one here. Let me... uh Let's make this nice and bigger. Where'd it go? So, this is, again, from the cross-examination, which, as you pointed out, kind of baffles me. That's uh, not a great look. But uh, were you able to hack into the DS-200 when you were in that position? Clay answers, yes, I was. Did that take... uh, Did that take a long time to do? Answer, no. I was stopped from going further. Question, so you were going to, but you didn't complete it. Clay answers, because my approach, I wanted to actually get in and control the software because you can actually manipulate the statistical data on the system. Question, and you wanted to show that that could be done. Answer, yes, before it even gets to the EMS. Yes, I did. Question, but you were stopped from doing that at that point. Answer, yes. Before it gets to the EMS system. Yep. I mean... When, when you have a when you have a testing lab that's trying to test something to satisfaction that's trying to get in there and do their job and you have your boss essentially it's is what it sounds like you know your your supervisors telling you don't go any further and and i mean we already know the conflict of interest of dominion or esns in this case paying the testing labs um I, there, there's a major problem with that there is a major, major, because now not only do you have conflict of interest, but you have an exploitation of such said conflict of interest. You have them literally exploiting it by saying, don't go any further. This is where this is where you have to stop. And, and to me, I, it's mind blowing. It's absolutely mind blowing. Can I play a short uh, piece of audio for you guys? Absolutely. We, uh, you we may or may suck not have it, Eric Coomer. Right suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. Oh, sorry, Todd. Go ahead. So, we so that was uh, that was <laughs> from last week. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like Joe might need to talk to this Clay Perique guy a little bit because uh, this Clay Perique guy seems to know that uh, these these systems are tested uh, to the minimal requirement, and and the, instead they're stopped from going any further by um, by their boss. It's it's crazy. I mean, this guy, like, and again, this was cross-examination. And they're saying, yep, no problem. Yep, connected to the internet. Yep, could totally hack in, change all the data, do it before it gets to the EMS. Uh, Yeah, it was, like, no big deal. Uh, Like, I, you know, I did it while I was, you know, brushing my teeth. You know, I had a sandwich, and I'm, you know, changing the code. Uh, And then, no, but my boss, my boss stopped me from, from getting any further because my boss stopped me from getting any further. Because he's paid by the company that we would be exposing if we went further. 
I need to get anyone. Please help me get in touch with Clay like tomorrow. I I have somebody that is working on getting me in touch with him because uh, he's he's from Alabama. Um, so yeah, that's that's like the hotbed of all Huntsville, Alabama is like the hotbed of all these testing labs. Um, I think I think like three of them come from there: Wiley, Provian V, and there's one more that comes from there. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, he, he needs to definitely be in touch with Joe Altman because uh, what he said in that in that testimony right there needs to be expanded upon. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we have now we have Clay Perique, we have you know Ben Cotton, we have Sean Smith, we have Chris York, all people with extensive knowledge and experience in testing and vulnerabilities. Um, they all seem to be saying the same thing, which is that the system is vulnerable and it's, if not open to fraud, designed for fraud. Even even Ryan Macias. So Ryan Macias, who is, uh, you know, the left's brainchild behind all of this, um, even he says in his testimony that, yeah, all these machines have vulnerabilities. Uh, his, his testimony was equally as bad, uh, not quite as damning for in terms of what he said but um you know again in his admissions he was saying he was alluding to the machines being vulnerable um you know i I actually have hold on let me see if i can pull this up real quick yeah so he actually says at one point this is talking about the halderman report he says moreover the researcher himself in previous years referring to halderman has stated that if you have a paper record and an electronic record that you can compare them to one another it is very unlikely that that would go undetected. And so this device, meaning the BMD, the ICX, is a paper ballot printing device. And so ultimately, the system has exactly what he said would unlikely would be unlikely to go undetected. So Macias is admitting right there that what Halderman is saying about this, you know, this hack going undetected is in fact true and that it would go undetected. I, that's again, that's a defense witness being called and saying that, yeah, these machines can be hacked and you would never know it. Suck it, Eric Coomer! Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it! Well, let me let me tell you something about the paper record compared to the electronic record. Sequoia was very proud of the fact that even though they provided a paper record of every single vote, that it could never be reconciled because the paper record it was a cash register tape, some three hundred feet long. And who's going to sit down and go through it? Try to compare it back to the electronic record. They were very proud of the fact that it was just there for show. Because nobody could ever go back through it and, and ever get it right. I think that's what we're learning a lot with these systems is they say things like, you know, there's an auditable paper trail. There's, there's, you know, the, the, like you said, the poll closing tapes and all this stuff. And, and the problem is, is like you said, the, the closing tapes are 300 feet long. Nobody's going to go through them, but then you, you take it a step further and you look at the ballots and, and look what's going on right now in, in, in Colorado in your state, Apollo, you know, w- with Jenna Griswold literally has the opportunity to reinstall faith in the elections by doing a hand count not a machine count the logic and accuracy test was a was a pardon my friend well i'm not going to say it but a bleep show um you know it was an absolute disaster uh i i've, I've said this all along like you know the the um what was what, what's the word um un, uh what's the word that they use to to determine 
unresolvable discrepancies is what they determine. So if the testing, the logic and accuracy testing produces unresolvable discrepancies, you have to go to a hand count. Well, if they knew that they were going to have a 53% adjudication rate because, you know, they're using computer generated test ballots and they change the parameters on the machine, which is, by the way, illegal because it's within the 45 day safe harbor after an election. So that's illegal in and of itself. Uh, they should have let somebody know these candidates are paying $20,000 per candidate to do this hand count or this re excuse me recount and tina peters is paying two hundred and fifty-five thousand because it's a statewide recount they should have at least given them the the decency to say hey look we're going to do the logic and accuracy test you're going to see about a 50 to 53 percent adjudication rate because we're expanding the parameters but they didn't do that and instead we get reports that you know people like chuck browerman the the clerk in el paso are freaking out trying to find election judges and trying to find poll watchers to do this adjudication process and then the news comes out and says oh everything was fine there was no failed logic and accuracy test 53 percent is failure period period you didn't tell us ahead of time that there was going to be a 53% uh, adjudication rate. And so when it comes out, you can't retroactively say, oh, yeah, we were expecting that. So anyways, yeah, Jenna Griswold has the opportunity here to be the hero and do a hand recount and 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 shove it in the left. Uh, well, not the left, the shove it in our faces and say, look, see, I told you everything was on the up and up with our elections. Here's the hand count. And guess what, uh, Colorado, you didn't have to pay for any of it because uh, Linda Zamora Wilson, Tina Peters, uh, Ray Ann Weber, they all paid for it. So not only it's a win win all around for Griswold. She gets, you know, to show that the elections were safe and secure. She gets to show that the hand, hand count was was good and on the up and up. And she gets it funded by the candidates and not the, the taxpayer. But she won't do it. And we know why. I mean, I find it hilarious that anyone needs to say 50 percent failure rate is failure. Well, look, if they would have said something, you know, even then I would have been questionable, but at least you expect it going in. Like they would have said, you know, hey, we're running these test ballots. We expanded the parameters. It's going to be it's going to look bad. But I tr trust us. It's well, I hate that term. Trust us now. Um, but it's going to be bad intentionally because we have to expand the scope of it, which, again, is is borderline against the law because it's supposed to be conducted in the same way that the election was conducted and the election wasn't conducted with expanded parameters on the machines. When this is again, I know they say, well, those are our rules, because if we're doing a recount, we've got to We've got to dial it up, make sure everything's cool. Why wouldn't you do that the first time? If this is the gold standard, if this is the election, the actual election where we're supposedly electing these candidates that you're supposed whoops that you're telling us we're supposed to believe nothing to see here totally cool gold standard you're all conspiracy theorists you're all trying to disrupt democracy and they tell us that well now we're doing a recount so now we're going to dial it up amen i mean one of the candidates said okay cool so we had the gold standard so now what, what, we have like platinum gold standard like what is this you like, we get gold we standard with a Hershey kiss on top? What, what are you doing? We have the, the shut up and take it. That's what we have. That's the standard we have now. It puts the lotion on its skin. It doesn't ask questions. Oh, it made me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Brian, thank you for that article. Um, I would love to read, if you have that handy, the full transcript. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. That, yeah, I definitely want to see that. And... I have a feeling I'm going to want to talk to you more about it once I go through it. Um, but thank you for that. I'm kicking myself that I missed that. But 
that's phenomenal. And yep. again, how are they going to respond to this? They destroy Sisson here. They destroy the Secretary of State's nationwide. They destroy the media. I mean, just this alone. Forget about you've got Michigan, you've got Arizona. I mean, how 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 many things do we need? It's it's well, all they're, it's all they're, over. Their 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 uh, defense counsel with their witness with Macias. All he did throughout his whole testimony was pretty much say, um, yeah, I work for the federal government, the state, the secretaries of state. I work for the government side of this whole operation. And uh, everything Cotton, Logan, and uh, Sean Smith said is BS. Um, and then he said, the machines absolutely can have hacks that are undetectable. All of them have vulnerabilities. And then he goes on to say, but they're, they're perfectly safe and I 100% trust them. It, it's, it's, it's such a joke. And you know when you look at when you look at Macias' testimony and Clay Parikh's testimony, the judge at that point should have said, "There's no way we should be using these machines. There's no way that we should be using these machines." And I will remind everyone before we go on that as we fight to take back our country, and as we are all preparing for the future that lies ahead of us, how important it is for you to protect your family and prepare yourself to be able to do so. We're blessed to have a relationship with dcf guns here in colorado they have three locations one in castle rock and two down in colorado springs uh, but they have a ton of inventory it's one of the things i love about dcf they consistently have more inventory than anywhere else that i've i've seen if you need a handgun for concealed carry if you need something to protect your home go to dcf guns at any of their locations uh, if you go to dcfguns.co uh, which is what you're looking at right now you can go straight to their online store and you can check out the things that they do currently have in stock right now make sure that you get something that's appropriate and most importantly make sure that you get some training you can do that at dcf guns they offer some great training by some really really phenomenal instructors so go get something that's going to work for you that's going to allow you to be prepared get ammo magazines whatever you need they have safes and most importantly, get training, get familiar with the weapon that uh, you choose, and make sure that you and your family are protected. So that's DCF Guns in Castle Rock and in Colorado Springs. They have two locations there. Go to dcfguns.co to go straight to their online store. So just to translate for everybody, because um, I know I know uh, you know CanCon, you're I know you're using a lot of big words right now. Um, so everything that these experts have said is is BS. Everything that the experts said that is BS, we found, and they did that in the cross-examination, and I'm assuming other places, but there's no problem here. We should totally use that. We sh these machines are cool. Like okay. my, my cousin Vinny, everything that guy, everything that guy said is BS. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it was. I, I, I actually, hold on, hold on. Everything that guy just said is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I like that you had I that queued up. I have that one on my soundboard because I get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for swearing, Joe. I apologize. Oh, I mean, it's okay. You know, we can just play this one more time. Let's see. Oh, sorry, Todd. Go ahead. <laughs> We're just going on. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. That's, how, that's my mood right now. I'm going to make that my ringtone this week. Well, Brian, uh, sorry about the, the mix-up in the times, um, but thank you for jumping on here. That was 
that was awesome because I had not seen that. And that's like everyone who, who's on here, and we actually had more people jump on when we got done. Everyone should be like slam dunking their garbage cans right now. Um, and you all need to share this. You all need to share Brian's article. You need to share this show. You need to share all the stuff that Brian's going to be because I'm no. Did you already cover this on your show this week? Yeah, on my locals program, yeah. Okay, so everyone go Let's check out his locals. What's your locals? Uh, cancon.locals.com. All right, everyone go to cancon.locals.com. Do that right now. Um, and make sure that when you go over there, say, hey, guys, uh, Eric Coomer, suck it. Um, <laughs> maybe don't do that. I'll li- <laughs> I don't want to blow up your uh, your locals. But go over there, uh, cancon.locals.com. Go to Gateway Pundit and see his article. I will post that in the chat right now. It is titled, Arizona IT and Elections Expert. Elections Assistance Commission was aware machines could be hacked in minutes. This is published by Brian Lupo on July 31st. Um, so all of you that is in the chat right now. Um, so now, now that you're here, oh yeah, I have a gavel. Psychopaths, fraud, suck it, Eric Coomer. Okay. Um, go check that out. I want, I want to talk since I still have you, uh, you guys for a few minutes and I'm sorry, I'm getting fired up cause that I, that, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. But solutions where uh we got to get people activated we had the great awakening that hasn't fixed it yet so i I said earlier we need a great activation in my estimation and i say we need every single person go vote in person we know they're going to cheat don't make it easy make them screw up every single person foia cora get all the records every single one of you request them from the secretary of state request them from the from the clerks Force them to show you whatever data they have. Catch them screwing up. And frankly, we've got very little time before uh, our election later this year. So we all need to stand up together. And I don't mean like 100 people. I mean a million people in every city. And we need to walk down to the clerk's offices. We need to walk down to these centers and say, get these machines out of here. We have enough information. Put these transcripts. Throw it in their face. Not, not actually throw it in their face, but hand them these transcripts, hand them the Mesa report, hand them all these things, and it, there are two choices. You either get rid of the machines and you give us an actual election, or you get out of this building. You get out of this office. You are derelict in your duty. You are a traitor to the Constitution. You are an enemy of the American people. Leave now and leave peacefully. That's my thought. What do you think, Kankan? I think they're already preparing us for a letdown in 2022. 538 just put something out. Bill Bailey actually sent this to me a little bit before we went live. Um, that 538 is now saying Democrats are slightly favored to win the Senate. They're slightly favored to go up 57 to 43 in the Senate, which is uh, pretty close to giving them a supermajority. Um, and what's going to happen is in 20 and, and they're saying the reason for that is they're saying that the Republicans put out weak candidates because of all the Trump endorsed candidates. I'm sure uh, they don't understand that the people are on to them. They don't understand that we're going to be watching like hawks. Uh, we're not going to take the BS we took in 2020 where they withhold all the information from us, where they keep uh, open records requests on the on the down low, where they they won't give us access to the ballots. We're not going to take that this year moving forward. 
Um, and, but they're going to turn around. They're going to point to articles like this 538 as justification for the GOP not having the red wave that we were expecting. It's, it's, it's already coming. You're starting to see it. Um, I think uh, there was an article out yesterday about Joe Biden. It was an opinion piece, but a, a, an article about Joe Biden canceling the midterms. You know, just saying, don't do it. This is this is the crux of everything that we've been up against uh, since Trump took office in 2016. And, you know, some have been going at it a little bit longer than that. But um, they're at a desperate moment now. Uh, I think their end game here is to federalize the elections and make it so that they control this throughout the the entire country. Um, And, you know, I I just uh, we're going to see what the Supreme Court says in Moore versus Harper about the state's rights to to regulate their own elections and and uh, moderate, you know, uh, legislate their own elections. This is a very crucial point in the United States right now moving forward. And um, fortunately, we're awake and we know what's going on. But the, the deck is admittedly stacked against us in this because they're far more powerful than we are in 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 face you know like the way they have the authority or not the authority they have the power to keep us from seeing all this but like the pressure that we put on in colorado i think colorado right now is going to be the uh you know it's going to be the uh the, the iwo jima if you will where where you know this is where we put the flag and we plant the flag in the ground and we prop it up and say we want that damn hand recount and we're not going to do we're not going to stop until we get that so um you know just keep fighting folks And Chris, I know that we've, uh, I know I've kept you over what, what we planned, but, uh, so thank okay. you for, thank you for staying with us. And, and truly, I, I appreciate you coming on again. And I just want to honor you for your courage. Uh, you, you did speak out and, uh, you put yourself in harm's way and everyone should be very, very grateful for you. And I'm grateful that you came back on. It's been a pleasure getting to know you, uh, you know, over, over the last months. Um, so just God bless you. I'll give you the final word, and then I want to I want to pray with both of you. Um, final word is I'm here because I believe God has told me to do this, and I can't shy away from it. When you get a message from God, it's hard to say no. So that's why I'm here. I've tried to get this information out. I'm very grateful that you're willing to put it out. Um, I wish I wish I had done more back when I started, back when I tried to blow the whistle the first time. Well, you know, I think that uh, I think God is is calling all of us right now, and some have answered, some have started to answer, but you know, I really think I don't think there's one single person uh, that I know that doesn't wish that that they had done more. And when I think about it. I feel the same way, but at this point, we're all here and we're all fighting for the same thing and for each other. And, you know, God is driving us. So, again, Chris, I just I want to honor you and I want to thank you and bless you. And CanCon, thank you. you uh, I know you're you are right in the front lines, and we're we're very blessed to have men like both of you on our side and in this fight. Uh, you, we are going to be uh, among those who can sleep well at night, and when we leave this world can do so knowing that we did step in the gap no matter when that happened so i'm just i'm very blessed to know both of you and and we all are very lucky but uh, i'd like to pray and uh 
Father God, I, I, I thank you for men of courage. I thank you for the destruction of the illusion. I thank you for those warriors, those people here in Colorado, the battle that is currently going on in El Paso, those who refuse to back down. I thank you for the mistakes that we are seeing. I pray that we just continue to find them. I thank those who are working against us. I thank them for making those mistakes, and I thank every single man and woman here who is in this fight, who is watching, who is staying forward of center of mass, who is working, who is working together, who is putting aside their ego, who is putting aside their safety, putting aside their comfort, putting aside the easy life, and choosing to take up the mantle of a protector of this nation. I thank you for connecting men and women who are, who are patriots, who are focused on you, who follow your will and answer your call. And I just ask that men like Chris York, men like Brian, that everyone watching, that they see their example, that they see their commitment and their passion, that they follow in suit, that they follow that example, that they choose to be the leaders, to reject the idea that you need a following, that you need to be an expert, that you need to be, you need to be huge, you need to be something special. I just ask that we all, together, we all realize that the only thing special about any of us is the choice that we make to accept your call. The only thing that we can do here on this earth that is special is to choose to give it everything and to choose to not do the easy thing, but to do what is hard, to do what is difficult in spite of being attacked, instead of, instead of being maligned, to sacrifice so that the future may be bright and to stay in the fight, to give up that sleep, to give up movie night. Just to work so that we all can together, we can see the truth and we can expose the truth. I pray that machines, that these dominion machines, that these fraud machines, I pray that they are ejected from every state, every county, every hall in this nation. I pray that the American people rises up, that we do not settle for the lies, we do not settle for good enough, we do not settle for the gold standard, we do not settle for nothing to see here. That we remember who we are. We remember that these people work for us. We choose to take dominion over ourselves, over the land and the air and the water as God intended for us. That we reject this dominion of the devil. We reject this dominion of the state. That we choose to free ourselves. We only serve one master, and that is you. And that our public servants that they reject this fraudulent system, that they choose, even if they have been embroiled in it now, that they choose to stand with the people. I pray for a great activation, Lord, that all those awake, that they not only stand up, but they move forward, that we all stand together. Together we will send a message, we will roar as a people, so loudly and so brilliantly that no force on this earth can ignore it, that no army, no power here could stop us. 
I just ask that your will be done in 2022. That the next time we have an election, we can look at it and be proud. Even if our candidate didn't win the election, that we know that the voice of the people was respected. And that we know that we live in a republic granted by you. And this illusion of democracy, this illusion of the state, of the corporation that is torn down, is dismantled brick by brick. And we see truly the dominion that you have given us. I ask this humbly in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Gentlemen, thank you. Brian, I appreciate you very much. Chris, thank you for thank you for joining us and for staying over. Thank you for your courage. Um, We're gonna win. We are gonna. We have one. We have one. We have one. We've already won. But gentlemen, thank you very much. Um, Brian, send me that transcript. I really want to read it because then I want to bug you about it again. And (laughs) (laughs) and Chris, maybe we'll sit down and go through it. (laughs) It might be fun. (laughs) I'd I'd like to read it too. I actually have to go back and listen to this whole podcast because I missed the, the first half. So um, I'll definitely be listening to that and probably reach out to Chris here afterwards to, to maybe get an interview up for the Gateway. Definitely, definitely. I'd be willing to. No problem. Awesome, awesome. Well, well, gentlemen. Thank you very much. No, it's my pleasure. Thank you, guys. God bless you both, and uh, I know we'll talk soon. Okay. All right, guys. We all need to follow the example of these two men. I've uh, I've talked with Chris a number of times. Um, if we had more people that were willing to step out, you know how many people there are like Chris York? You know, people who have seen what's going on, people who can speak to it and they haven't. Do you know how many people there are like Brian who are able to synthesize all of this and break it down to pull out the... You know, the gold, not the gold standard, but the actual gold, the gold information. It's so, 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 so simple. We just need everyone together. We need everyone activated. If you have, if you can move one small stone, you should move it. And I would bet you that once you do that, you realize that you can move much bigger ones. So I thank you all. I know we went over today. Thank you for staying with us. This is an episode you need to share. And all of us need to accept the role. We need to answer that call. And we need to start enrolling others that we know to stand with us. There is no more waiting for some official. We need to give all eyes and all of our support to people like those in El Paso doing this recount. We need to give everything that we can to expose what is going on, share what is going on, to make sure that they have what they need. If they need volunteers, we fill that role. And talk to people who you least expect it to be on your side. Talk to people you wouldn't think are dissatisfied with what is going on. Talk to people you would never think might be willing to stand up with you. This is a time where we should lead in faith, act in faith, And a big part of that is living in possibility, to the possibility that we can fix this very soon, that it all will be exposed, that our neighbors, those that we never thought, that they will stand by us, 
And not only will we, will we stand there shoulder to shoulder, we will do so in numbers that none of us could have comprehended, none of us could have predicted, none of us could have thought possible. Imagine peaceful gatherings of people demanding that their voice be heard all over this country, doing so together. There's nothing that can stop that. So thank you all for joining us tonight. Um, I'm just going to play this one more time because it brings me such joy. And I think it's kind of the theme of the show tonight. Suck it, Eric Coomer. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. Oh, sorry, Todd. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, that's it. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow. Before we go, uh, we've got a lot of awesome stuff. I hope tomorrow we're going to have a really bombshell uh, uh, thing to break for you. So I'll have confirmation on that in the morning. But later this week, we've got Dr. David King, which is going to be massively powerful. We have Clay Clark back. We have Cash Patel on. We have uh, we have Attorney General, uh, I believe candidate for Attorney General. He's going to be talking to us about the EPA ruling, which is massive. It's unbelievably massive. So don't miss that. Um, I believe we'll also have Dr. Peter Glidden and Dr. Tal Braun back on again. Uh, so we've got a ton of stuff for you coming up this week. Uh, but we'll see you there. So God bless you all. Enjoy your night. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Let's fix it. We can do it now, so let's do it. I'm Apollo, and I'll see you tomorrow. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.